0: Hello and welcome to Inside Acme X, the series where we interview residents working at Acme X, Acme's industry-leading co-working space designed for practitioners working in film, TV, video games and creative tech. I'm Amber Gibson, the Community Coordinator. Today, we've invited filmmaker, author, and co-founder of Lean Filmmaking, Kylie Eddy, to talk about how she's reimagined the development, production, and distribution of independent films, and is challenging conventional wisdom with new ways of working. Last year, Kylie, with her collaborator and brother, David Eddy, released their new book, The Art of Lean Filmmaking, An Unconventional Guide to Creating Feature Films. Welcome, Kylie.
1: Hi, Amber. It's great to be here. To provide background
0: for our audience, are you able to speak about your personal path as a
1: filmmaker and how it has led you to become an agitator within the film industry? I mean, I really had a very traditional start in the film industry. I have have a Bachelor of Arts in Media Studies. I did a postgrad in screenwriting. And for many years, I worked in distribution. And kind of on the side to that, I was also constantly trying to make my filmmaking career happen as well as a writer, director, producer. So I made a bunch of short films and a couple were quite successful, which led me to embarking on my first and only to date, sadly, independent feature film. It was micro-budget. It was super independent. Um, it was released in 2007 now. So a lot has changed in the industry since then. But kind of that experience of making a feature film and just how challenging it is and really after like, you know, 15 years of professional experience and really working towards this goal and then achieving it and realising that, It's maybe not all it's cracked up to be. It's super hard to have a sustainable career. It also really made me question why why do we make films this way? (laughs) It was a bit of an existential crisis. This was around the same time, around that kind of time, my brother, David, was working as an agile software developer. And he had this great idea. He's like, the way software used to be developed, called the waterfall method, is very similar to how films are made. We should try applying this agile process to filmmaking. You know, I just thought that sounded ridiculous. But because he's my brother and I couldn't escape him, he just kept chipping away. And in the end, he convinced me to try a very small experiment to see if we could start understanding how this might work for films. And suddenly I started seeing results that were, too, that were impossible to ignore. We've spent the last decade refining, experimenting, really creating an entirely new process for making films, reimagining how independent feature films in particular, but all types of content can be made.
0: For people listening in who haven't heard about lean filmmaking, how, can you describe the method for us?
1: Well, I can give you an overview because it does reimagine production, distribution, development of specifically indie feature films. And what we've done is we take advantage of surprising and often counterintuitive strategies to dramatically improve the filmmaking process. And this includes things like collaborating in non-hierarchical cross-functional squads, working in ongoing iterative make-show-adjust cycles and validating assumptions with early fan feedback. And what this means is that filmmakers can save time, energy and money, but it's not just for low-budget or cheap ideas. It celebrates experimentation and inventiveness while also forging a sustainable artistic practice. What are the traditional filmmaking methods you feel need to be challenged? I mean, the whole thing, (laughs) there's a lot. We're not challenging craft skills, rather we're challenging the process of how the work is done. This is really about fundamentally how we work as creative collaborators and the structure that work gets done in, which fundamentally hasn't really changed for the last hundred years since we've been making films. But of course the world has changed. We have this amazing thing called the internet. You know, it's an incredible time for creators where we can directly access audiences through essentially free or very low-cost platforms. And really the gatekeepers are no longer uh, controlling what films are made or how many films are made. And so the power is back with us. But that does mean there's an opportunity to really look at how we do the work. What makes your book an unconventional guide at its core. Maybe if we take an example of what people might traditionally understand as production, which is when you shoot the film. So in a traditional filmmaking method, normally during the production shooting phase, it's very intense. It could run for weeks or months. Often it's six-day working weeks. 12-hour days are pretty standard. More likely it's more. And all of the work for shooting the film is done then. So in our method, we don't have a traditional shoot like that anymore, because rather than having a linear process, it's actually an iterative process. So when you deconstruct something as fundamental to filmmaking as a shoot, like what is a shoot, everything seems to change. And the reason why we do that is because we can collaborate with a small squad. We're kind of doing pre-production, production, And post-production simultaneously which means that you no longer have to have those kind of all-inclusive shoots in that kind of way and it really means that some of the things that the film industry has really come under fire for recently but has been the case for a long time is the working conditions are not great they exclude a lot of people because not everyone can work 12-hour days. And there's this also this myth, like we're so creative and that's what the shoot is for. But actually with those kind of working conditions, you were just trying to make the shoot before the light runs out, before the money runs out, before the cast and crew walk out. By that time, all the creativity has actually happened in pre-production and development rather than on the shoot. On the shoot and production, you're executing. So sure, you can make minor kind of changes, but it's really it's about execution. This is just one of the many things that we look at changing. I think it would be helpful actually to talk about a squad or what a four-person squad would look like. The first step is really forming a cross-functional, non-hierarchical squad. So we've tried to create some new language to kind of, to indicate this is something different. And what is different about a squad is because it's collaborative and cross-functional. That means it's formed with all of the key skills required to make a film. From the and they work on it for the entirety of the project. So this means actors are on the squad, an editor is on the squad, a cinematographer's on the squad, the directors on the squad, the writers on the squad. Now to keep the squad small, so they can move very quickly, be agile. Um, some of those roles might be like a single person might do several of them so you might be a multi-hyphenate talent so you might be a writer and a director or an actor and a producer so all of those skills are on it from the very beginning and they form a squad and they work on the film in iterative cycles which means that there's incredible opportunities for learning for creativity and also to reduce a lot of waste because there are essentially no handoffs. You're all completing the work together. So this is quite revolutionary. If we go back to the shoot, when you're shooting um, in traditional films, you're making assumptions about what's going to work in the edit. And that means that um, you do something called coverage, where you shoot a lot of different angles, you have a lot of different takes, because you're not quite sure necessarily what's going to work in the edit, which could be months down the track. Whereas with Lean Filmmaking, you're actually doing in cycles so you do get to see the edit straight away after you've shot it and then you can iterate and do it all again.
0: You mentioned the phrase iterative cycle. Can you describe how iterative cycles become part of the Lean Filmmaking process?
1: So I guess if we take it like way back, and I mentioned that traditional filmmaking is a linear process. And what that means is traditional filmmaking normally has five stages. There's development, pre-production, production, post-production and distribution. And you can't complete the next stage until you've finished the, the previous stage. So it has to happen in a very linear way and it takes a really long time. So with lean filmmaking, what we do is it is a iterative process, which means it's no longer linear. It happens in cycles. We call them make show adjust cycles. And how that works is that you do all of those five stages all at once. So essentially in the make part of the cycle, you're making a lo-fi in the first instance. You gradually add fidelity as you move through the cycles. So you make a lo-fi version of the film, and that includes everything from writing, directing, shooting, editing, the whole thing, a whole lo-fi version. And then in the show phase, you actually get feedback from potential audience members, we call them fans. Um, And then in the adjust phase, you analyse that feedback and you also analyse as a squad what you've learned from working together and then you do the whole thing again. And so you're gradually adding, really the goal is to try and find that fit between the story and the fans before you overinvest in production values, which can come at the end once you've validated it. So the big advantage is you can start straight away. You don't need a script to start, you need a squad, and you don't need a lot of money to start because you're not adding production values. And it does mean you can test all of your assumptions before you overcapitalize, which makes it a really accessible way of filmmaking because it's really about the ideas and the squad working together versus a lot of money. That's, that can come way down the track once you've validated the idea.
0: You spoke a little bit about non-hierarchical structures. How does your method promote that inclusive working environment?
1: I think it's a really exciting way of working. These uh, principles have been used in other industries and we've applied them to filmmaking. And one of the great things is because it's non-hierarchical, it means the squad makes decisions as a team. And that doesn't mean that it's like colour by numbers or like there's a whole lot of structures in place. It actually is a super transparent way of working that really requires a lot of rigour around your ideas Um, there's kind of no hiding, but what it does mean is that you can make really incredible, uh, decisions, um, in a way that everyone has the same level of access. So in traditional filmmaking, um, normally it's the producer and probably on set the director who are really making the decisions and every decision has to be funneled through them, which not only is quite wasteful, but it also means like we like to think of filmmaking as collaborative art, but actually it's really promoted more as like the director's vision and an auteur in the director, particularly in this country. So what Lean Filmmaking does is the director is more like a coach, um, in agile terms, we call it they're, um, they're a servant leader. So their job is actually to support the squad, to coach the squad, to ensure that the idea is um, being communicated and that the fans are connected, which is very different So to normally in traditional filmmaking. Everyone's there to serve the director. Well, this is flip. The director's there to serve everyone else in lean filmmaking. But what this means is, once again, it opens up a whole different way of collaborating um, and communicating that is far more inclusive and diverse because you basically need to be ensuring that you can't just really go, well, everyone's got to do this. Uh, No, you need to have, (laughs) everyone needs to agree on what they're going to do and why they're doing it. So if you look at actors working on set, there's a whole lot of uh, power structures and dynamics that are at play there that often put actors at risk, um, whether that's around uh, consent, either with safety. And so when actors are part of a squad in lean filmmaking, they have to give their consent and they're part of the discussion around that. Um, and so everyone can make more informed decisions, you know, the kind of knee jerk reaction might be, well, you know, how will I get my ideas? And it won't be, you know, we won't be able to do what we want to do. It's like, well, should you really be able to do what you want to do? Is that really a thing that we should be focusing on? And also shouldn't we maybe be thinking, how can we push ourselves to be more creative? Can we tell different stories? Can we tell them in a different way? So it really forces you to think about things in a different way and not just rely on some traditional power structures.
0: Have you shared the lean filmmaking method with production companies or funding bodies? And if so, what has been the feedback?
1: Well, when you try to do something unconventional and disrupt the entire film industry, uh, you know, mixed results. I mean, I think that this is part of the challenge that we have with the film industry at the moment is I think that we can agree that we have pretty great craft skills in Australia, particularly we're really well-trained and also that the problem is not really production values. We can add production values. There's a much bigger challenge in that how do you connect with an audience? How does your story connect with an audience? There is a fire hose of content. You're competing with so many other. So really distribution is no longer the problem. Now it's about that connection with finding the audience for your film, And that is a whole different way of really thinking about things and trying to understand that and solve that first, which means that we think it's positive if you're if you find out through working through the cycles that you actually can't do that. Well, that's good news. Like you've saved yourself a whole bunch of time and money on a project that at the moment you can't find a way to reach an audience, and you can move on to something else. Unfortunately, just because we think it's a success doesn't mean that's a bit harder to demonstrate to the industry. And I guess just because this is quite a radical new way of thinking, even though. These principles have been around for quite a long time now in other industries. You know, it's still very unconventional. So we're just focused on how can we find other trailblazers who want to do things differently, who are just prepared to get in and actually do the work and make their films um, and just prove the success. So in the book, we have a case study of two feature films that we um, coach squads through uh, an accelerator program, and what they were able to achieve was pretty outstanding. So we're just looking for more po- more people who are really interested in trying something different, and whoever wants to come along for the ride, we're here.
0: <laughs> Lean filmmaking is one alternative method that you have created to reimagine filmmaking. Are there other people, philosophies or methods challenging conventional wisdom that have inspired you?
1: There are definitely people who are looking at new technology or the way that things are done in individual areas, maybe not deconstructed the entire thing as we just decided to do. But, I mean, if you look at an organisation, let's take, for example, Pixar. So Pixar does apply a lot of this not so much with the audience base, but in terms of how they work, because they started as a tech startup and it's animation, they very much use Agile as a way of working. There's a really fantastic book called creativity inc overcoming the unseen forces that stand in the way of true inspiration by edwin catmull and amy wallace and really that looks at how pixar started some of the things that they use how they work differently and i've just always found that book one of the few about creativity and working in the film industry that is really inspiring
0: we do have to wrap up now thanks so much kylie oh it's
1: been really great (laughs)
0: Thanks for joining us on Inside Acme X. If you want to find out more about Acme X, learn more about Kylie or read The Art of Lean Filmmaking, our website and Twitter are listed in the show notes alongside information regarding our guests.